Welcome to episode number 112 of the Active Geek Podcast. And today, as I post this, it's Valentine's Day. So happy Valentine's Day to all of our listeners. This is a podcast episode on a content that I love and Chuck is coming around to. We're talking iZombie, a franchise that we never thought in a million years that we would cover. But we did after the success and the enjoyment we had watching it on the CW. Now, this is your crash course from seasons one to season three, culminating in a preview of season four, which is on your television on Monday, February 26th. Um, I'm thinking probably around nine o'clock right after Legends. But I'm a big fan of iZombie. Chuck is a big fan of iZombie. And you should be a big fan of iZombie. It's a vertigo property. It's fun. It's creative. It's like the geek version, CW version of Orphan Black in a way, if if you know what I'm talking about. So without any further ado, this is episode number 112 of the Active Geek Podcast entitled I Zombie. There's no need to wait, geeks. We are back with our newest episode. If you haven't listened to our last episode, the Black Panther episode, you should go back and listen to it because it was amazing. Chuck wants me to say lit, and I will not say that. That will only make it on the Black Lightning episode. But go back and listen to our Black Panther episode as we recap and preview all of the Black Panther history. But moving forward with this episode, Chuck, we're going to talk zombies. Yeah. Not Walking Dead. No. We're talking First time not Walking yeah. Dead. We're talking like brats, zombies. Remember those dolls, brats? Awful. This is what we're going to talk like brat zombies because we're doing an episode on a television series and a comic series known as I Zombie. I never thought we would do an I Zombie episode. Yeah, I thought I was going to do it by myself personally. Uh, we have uh, the comics were created by Chris Roberson and Mike Alred, and the series was created by Rob Thomas and Diane Ruggiero Wright. Names that you should know from Veronica Mars, uh, and I believe Pushing Daisies, uh, more CW shows. But um, the other comic guys, I don't know. I never read the comics. Uh, we'll talk about the comics in a bit. But when was the first time, Chuck, honestly, since you never thought we were going to do this episode, when was the first time that you heard of the property known as iZombie? Probably around November, December 2014. Okay. When they were promoting the series. Because the series debuted in March 17th of... Um, 2015. Yeah, St. Patty's Day. Yeah. So um, I never heard of it till then. Yeah. I didn't even realize it was a comic series at first. Yeah, my, I'm on the same plane with you. It was, it was probably like during an episode of Arrow, I saw the commercial, yeah. and I was like, oh, this is, she's cute. Uh, zombies, oh, too teeny bopper for me. Yep. I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. And uh, fast forward to 2018, and I've seen all three episodes, or all three seasons. Um, I watched the first two seasons within... A binge on Netflix. That's, that's exactly how I did it. And I watched the third season religiously each week. I believe it came on a Monday at like 9 o'clock each week on the CW. Uh, and I was I was hit. I was hooked, line, and sinker. I loved it. And I'm still a fan of it. Uh, I want to read the comics. I really do. But uh, the comics are much, much different Completely than the series. Completely different than the series. Um, the series, uh, the, the comics are 28 issues from 2010 to 2012 where zombies and humans battle threats ranging from get this chuck cabin fever to vampires yeah 
and some love triangles. So the the, the CW environment's still there, uh, but the characters are also the names extremely are completely different. yeah. They're, and they're, then just the characters alone. Yeah, the characters are also completely different. So we have Gwendolyn Gwendillon, uh, who's the main protagonist, and uh, the Revenant of or zombie. She's a zombie at the show. She, then we have Ellie Stewart, who is a ghost who died in 1960s and had never left Oregon. We have Scout, a.k.a. Spot, a were-terrier who is friend to Gwen and Ellie. Then you have Gavin Price, Gwen's brother and Scott's pers- uh, prospective boyfriend, later husband, as in iZombie number 28. So, spoiler alerts, if you get all the way to the end, they get married. And not only, like, she was a grave digger. Yeah. And then you have Vincent Tam, a friend and co-worker of, Scout, uh, of Scott. Then you have Ashok Patel, a friend and co-worker of Scott and Vincent. And you have John Amund, a zombie who is responsible for Gwen Dillon becoming a zombie. So none of those characters' names no, not ever not. made it into the series that we watch. There's no Were Terrier. And here's where I'm confused. Okay, you ready for this? All right. Scott is a Were Terrier. I'm assuming that's a dog. Right? Yeah, that would make sense. Okay. Like a werewolf dog. Yeah. A were dog. Gavin is scott's prospective boyfriend is he dating a terrier well we're a terrier he's half man half no no i would imagine half terrier half werewolf (laughs) right like think about that like think about that diagnosis if you're a doctor where terrier well no see was there a rabbit pit bull that bit you see how i took it he was a man that turns into a dog. Oh my god! I that's terrible. We really need to. That's terrible. It's awful. Why wouldn't you just call him a werewolf? Were terrier? That's all. It sounds bad. And and terrier. That's and it's probably like a Jack Russell terrier. It, that's what, one of those. That's what I think of. Uh, one of those tiny little like, dogs. It should be like a were Rottweiler. No, it should be a were pit bull. That's a terrier. American pit bull terrier. Were were terrier. I'm confused by all this. <laughs> I'm 100% confused. So if you go based on the series, the show versus the comics, Olivia Moore is our Gwendolyn. Yeah. Uh, and the name is basically uh, kind of like a, a play, a play of words, more. Liv Moore, based on she's a zombie. Uh, Eleanor is more of a Peyton, yeah. right? Uh, Scott but Peyton is not dead. No, no. Scott is um, Robbie? I don't know. Or Major? No, Gavin is... I think Ga- what Gavin is. Who the hell are you? You're really confused. You know what? I really think all they did was took the concept, yeah, of her able to eat brains and get the visions of. But it wasn't even like that in the comics. She would paint them. She's a painter in the comics, and that doesn't translate to a TV show where like, <laughs> oh, I just ate these brains. Give me four days, and I'm gonna paint this for you. Like it was never like that. It was always. Like, give me four days, I'll paint this, and we'll just wait. And then you've missing persons, and all, another crime will happen. She needs four more days to eat that. Like, it's crazy. Because they basically took the name. Yeah, they kind of did. Uh, because the comics don't translate to a great series. No. Uh, but the concept does. You know, zombies trying to be human, trying to find a cure of zombies. Uh, it takes place in a, in Washington, a uh, different, different uh, state. You know, this takes place in Portland. This takes place in – the show takes place in Seattle. Is this a comic series that you would read – uh, no, I like the TV show. Yeah, what do you think of the concept? 
The concept of the comic? Yeah, yeah. Let's go let's go for both of them. It's really weird. The con like they're both weird, but the idea of the comic that she's a grave digger and her best friends are a ghost and a were terrier. Yeah. It's really strange. And she's a zombie. And she's a zombie. It's like Monsters High. Yeah. Or, like, yeah, Monsters High. That's a yeah. or Hotel Transylvania. Yeah. I mean they they in in the show it's basically they're zombies. Yeah. That's it. And here they took more of the supernatural slash monster route with ghosts and. Oh, they, they certainly made it a comic. Yeah. Uh, and this was a DC comic. This was yeah, a Vertigo, Vertigo property. Property. It it's the, the concept of the comic is really really weird. I would have loved if Constantine and the Justice League Dark would have crossed over into the zombie oh, yeah. world. That would have been fantastic. It would have fit I, perfectly. But we don't get that. We don't have that. I at mean, all. she definitely could have had a best friend in uh, Swamp Thing. Yeah, uh, better than Ellie. No, I'm fine with Ellie. Scott. No, no, Scott's I, weird. Yeah, I think the two characters I get out of this is Olivia Moore is Gwendolyn Dillon, and Blaine is John Amon. Yeah, that's the only two characters I don't know where Major fits in or Robbie or Clive. I don't know where any of these people fit in. But personally, this is a comic. That I would definitely read because See, it's I'm, so. I'm on the opposite. It's so out of control. Like think about the comics that I've picked up like re- recently. You read some weird shit. Dead Man. Yeah. Ragman. Etrigan the Demon. Like these are all crazy things. And one of the only series that I read religiously, issue by issue, is Constantine the Hellblazer. So I love the Vertigo stuff. I mean, if I if I read I Zombie, they'll go back in time and cancel it, even before the twenty. They won't issues. even make it. No. You'll wake up one day and the show won't be on. Yeah. It'll never exist. I have one one issue. I know uh, you do. We bought it at uh, that terrible um, New York Big Apple Con. Oh, yeah. I bought it out of one of the long boxes. Uh, no, no, we didn't. I bought it at a great Philadelphia Comic Con. Yeah. Uh, and it was a dollar and it was fantastic. I'm a fan of that one. Um, so much of a fan, I can't find it. Uh, it's in one of my long boxes. So I will find that and I will post proof. On our Instagram, the Active Geek, as soon as I find it, to let you know that I am not bullshitting you. Uh, so we have that. It's not a series you would read; it's a series that I would read, but it's certainly a show that I watch. What makes this story different than what we got from DC Vertigo? What makes it different is it's a strong female character. Yeah, we don't see that a lot. Yeah, especially um, when they brought it over to the CW. Yeah, like we have a lot of strong female characters, but before Supergirl. Yeah, this predates Supergirl. Yeah. So, um, and I think that's... And also, the whole horror kind of vibe. Yeah, like a vibe that you hate. I'm yes, not, you hate it. Don't you can say it? It's okay. It's not we're not a, hate We're it. not a horror podcast. No. Um, Although, we could be. You hate horror, though. Oh, good. <laughs> so, we're just going to change our whole format. Yes. We're just going to go on movies that you hate. Just watch the Babadook over and over again. I I can't hate it. I've never seen it. Uh, well, good. You're you're great. Um. So yeah, that whole thing, you know, and also she's not a superhero. No. And that's and I think that's what stand her out from everything. Yeah, she's definitely a Vertigo property because yeah. they didn't they didn't make superheroes. They made great antag or protagonist stories uh, with great antagonists. John Constantine is no superhero. No. Swamp Thing is no superhero. He's a protector of the green. Mm-hmm. Um, Lucifer, you know, if that's a Vertigo yeah. property, um, and that's just a handsome guy who comes up from hell. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like this is this is a whole different take. Um, and this, I don't, I don't believe this predate. Uh, it might predate The Walking Dead too, as far as zombies and comics. Two thousand ten, 
No, I don't think so. I yeah. may be wrong on that. Maybe do some. I'll, maybe I'll do some research before I speak. But I think personally, in my mind, it's a different take on zombies. You know, it's an extremely different and creative take on the yeah, zombies it's too. A, it's a lot different because it's zombies trying to save humans while trying to remain as human as they possibly can. You know, what I mean, you don't see that. It's it's mainly just like brains and you know, fast running zombies that scare me in in World War Z. But this is like functioning zombies. There's a you know, I have to eat brains to survive. They run businesses yeah. and they live a normal life. They get spray tans. Yeah, they, and they conceal themselves. Like we went two, three and a half, or two and a half seasons before Liv was out as a zombie to most people. Yeah, you know, Clive didn't know until the third season. Peyton the only did. one from the get-go was Robbie. Robbie, who is by far one of my favorite characters on television right now. But I, I love this series. I love the the story even though I don't understand it as far as the comics are going. But I, I'm a huge fan. So we're going to get more into the series now, the show that we watch, because you watch it, I watch it. Apparently a lot of people have watched it. An Instagram follower on The Active Geek also watches it and loves it. So uh, We had a, a brief conversation as far as uh, our comments, but they like it. So why didn't you watch the show when it first came out? When it first came out, I thought it was really like a teeny drama with zombies. And I had no interest at all. At the time, I was like, I seen it, I was like, yeah, it's not my cup of tea. Um, it's just going to be, you know, a Gossip Girl with zombies. Oh, Gossip Girl with zombies. And that's how I looked at it. Like, I didn't even watch a second of it. I was like, nope. And it just, I completely shut it off. Yeah. And um, I'm going to amend my statement about it predating uh, Walking Dead. Walking Dead came out in 2003. Series came out in 2010, but, you know, yeah. is what it is. Uh, so you thought it was completely teeny bobber. Yeah. That's exactly what I wrote. I didn't want to watch. I didn't think the show would be good. thought it was more of a teeny bobber show. Uh, but after watching it, I completely enjoyed it. Um, I also didn't know that Liv Moore's character, Rose McIver, is playing. I didn't know Rose McIver was a Power Ranger. Uh, which is cool. I mean, we did a we did a Power Ranger episode in March of last year that never made it. Yeah. Uh, but we, I think we talked about uh, Rose McIver as a Power Ranger. I expected it to, and this is the problem I had. Same thing goes with Arrow. I thought it was going to be a CW kind of gossipy girl uh, party of five vibe. See, uh, CW really reinvented themselves. And this is a show theoretically that I should love. Uh, because I love Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Like, growing up, I loved it. And this is right up my wheelhouse. But then I was like, no, I want more superhero stuff. I don't care about this. I don't give a shit about this zombie girl eating brains and being a morgue mortician. I don't want to do it. And then I was like, you know what? I need to watch it. You know, there's there's a, a break in all my shows as CW usually does. Let me watch it. And I watched the first episode, and I was like, oh, okay. Let's go to the second episode. And then by the time I looked at my Netflix, I was on uh, episode 19 uh, out of the two seasons. I was like, okay, I think I'm a fan now. And then you start watching it, and it, thus we, we sparked a podcast episode. Yeah. What made you watch it? Was it because I watched it and I, I liked it and suggested it? Yes. Yes! Fully. Uh, it works. Ch- Chuck, the podcast works. At least for you, it did. It was during one of our episodes. I think it was in the Geek Gallery, and you were talking about how you were watching... Uh, it was the third season of I Zombie, yeah. And you were saying how much, it, how good it was, and I was like, really? I was like, I thought it looked horrible, and you're like, no, really, give it a try. Um, and it was around this time last year, yeah, that uh, there was a break, there were no TV shows, and it was on Netflix, so I started watching it. 
again, like you were saying, I binged it in like two and a half weeks, two seasons. It's a, it's a fun watch. It's a fun hour. It's original. It's received critical acclaim. Uh, and I, I, like I said, it's a completely different take. I don't like this more than Walking Dead, but I can't put them together just because they're zombies. It's uh, completely different. Yeah, yes, but, it's zombies, but it's like... But up to, you know, up to this season, I've liked this more than I've liked Supergirl. Yeah. I mean, so this season of Supergirl's been great, but I, I like this more. Um, I've liked this more than Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. You liked it live more? I loved it live more. Uh, <laughs> more than Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and I definitely loved it more than the humans. Oh, I... and, and I think it was better than some of the, the uh, Netflix properties, too. It was definitely better than uh, Iron Fist. Yeah. Uh, I think it was better than Jessica Jones. Yep. And I think it was better than The Defenders. Yeah, I don't I'm think it's better it. than... I didn't like Defenders, so I can say what I want about that. <laughs> but I'm glad I watched it. A part of me, when I when I was like, I'm going to give it a shot. I don't want to admit this, but I thought that Rob Thomas from Matchbox 20 created it. I knew it wasn't him, but it's, that's the first thing I thought of. And I was like, I love Matchbox 20. It was well, cool. the best thing is when... He was in it. They put him in one of the uh, finale, season two. Yeah. Well, he was in a lot of... Like, he, his name was dropped in a lot of episodes, yeah. and then he showed up. I, first of all, I love Rob Thomas. I love his music, and I love Matchbox 20. It's one of the first cassettes I've ever bought was Matchbox 20. So I was glad. So I was like, oh, Rob Thomas made this show? And then, like, I IMDb beat it. I was like, oh, Rob Thomas. Different Rob Thomas. I think it was in, like, season two when I realized that, that the Rob Thomas from right Matchbox the bat, 20. When I was like, Rob Thomas. I was like, oh, it's not. And, like, I remember watching the first episode. It was created by Rob Thomas. And I'm like, yeah, that's not Matchbox 20. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought he created Veronica Mars, too. That's a Rob Thomas is a pretty common name. Yeah, you're right, but I think of Rob Thomas in my mainstream media as uh, <laughs> singing with Carlos Santana and Smooth. That's a great uh, This song. is how a heart breaks. I want to push you around. Oh, I can go all all for all days with Matchbox Twenties. But anyway, um, I wanted to watch it on a whim during the breaks, and I was I was I was rewarded. This was a gift to me, and I was I was extremely extremely happy with it. What do you think of the series in general? I really like it um, way better than I ever thought I would. You know, my expectations were super low, even when you told me it was great. Now, we do, me and you agree a lot, but if there you, are some. Well, go back to our Black Panther episode. We agreed probably 90% <laughs> of that episode. But a lot of the, th- I mean, there are some things that we don't. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I just, even though I was like, all right, I'll watch it, I didn't think I would like it. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I love the story. I think it's really good how they weave the characters in now. I love how, you know, she essentially plays a new character every episode. It's like CW Orphan Black. Like a comedy-based yeah. Orphan Orphan Black where, you know, Liv Moore is somebody different every episode, like you said. And it's creative. You know what yeah. I mean? But the, the thing that partly didn't get me to watch it was the marketing for it. Uh, because, you like, all the, the posters and all of the promos are just... Uh, this cute little blonde girl who you think second is second on brains. Yeah, who you think is a giant uh, is, a, is a child, um, just eating brains, different ways of brains, with chopsticks, with a fork, with a spoon, uh, with her hands in a sandwich. You see all that stuff, and I'm like, is this is a zombie? Like this is not the zombie that I know. The zombies that I know were like Romero zombies from you know like Night of the Living yeah. Dead, and you know. Um, Greg Nicotero's from The Walking Dead and stuff like that. This, yeah, this these was, zombies are... This was like The Hills have zombies. Yeah. Like if it were like the OC. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it, it's hard. But like like you said, the series to me, uh, with season four premiering uh, uh, February 26th, I, I was like, you know, I, I like it. 
every episode, like, you can make something out of every episode. Every episode is, like, a, a short TV movie with a bigger connecting storyline. It's like they have their own universe set in there. To me, it's, like, a guilty pleasure. Like, I don't want to admit to people I like it because it kind of is, like, that teen. Well, you just admit it to oh, all of our listeners. Yeah. Thousands of people I've just admitted to. Millions of people, Chuck. <laughs> but... You know what I mean? Like I won't. I don't go up to like my buddies and we're like, "Oh man, did you see new Eye Zombie?" Oh, I don't care who I tell. I like Eye Zombie. It's it's a fun show. Oh, it's great. Um, attractive people in it, um, especially uh, Peyton. Oh yeah, is ideal. Uh, ideal. Um, so just and it's got an awesome opening song by Dead Boy and the Elephant Man. I'm already dead. That song is real. And I asked you, I was like, dude, I was like, what is this song? It's awesome. I I'm gonna play a little bit at the end. I hope. I hope I remember, but. I absolutely love that song. It's a fun jam. I think they're New Orleans based. Um, I played that halfway to on repeat when I drove to New Orleans. <laughs> I was playing that, and Chelsea's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm already dead," and I would sing it. She's sleeping. I'm like, "I am," and I'm just singing it real loud. I was ready for. It. I was about to go in full, just like sing mode, but I can't sing, so it didn't happen. And to me, I don't know if this is how you think, but all right. So it's zombies meets Sherlock meets Final Destination. I see the first two. Okay. Final Destination is that there's impending doom at the end of the road because you have the company that's trying to kill the zombies. You have the companies that are trying to kill the humans. You have the people, the rednecks, that are trying to kill everybody. You know what I mean? So that's the Final Destination. And the Final Destination also is you're always seeing death. Like, that's something that, you know, uh, Liv Moore could potentially be scarred from like if she were to ever come back from being a zombie and become a human do you think that she ever gets like ptsd from what the visions that she sees oh yeah definitely because like she was just embodied by death like everything you've seen school teachers die pregnant women die you've seen children uh douchebags nice guys uh dungeons and dragons masters uh dominatrix you've seen a lot of these people die from all walks of life that's gotta take a toll on you yeah so what happens if she becomes a like becomes a human again does like Ideally, do the writers say she forgets all this stuff? Or does the series continue with Liv dealing with all of the the guilt, the remorse, the, the visions, the hallucinations? I, I like don't that? think she becomes a human in the series. Maybe at the end when they're ready to, to write it off. I just don't think it's a series if she's human. I would like it for her to be human and go with, like, she has to deal with it. Where she seeks out becoming a zombie again because... At least she can do something good with it, being a zombie, like solving these crimes. But I could see it like, this is how I set it up. So season four ends, they find a cure. She becomes a human. Season five goes into her dealing with it. Mid-season finale for season five, she can't deal with it. Searches out Blaine or Donnie, who is one of my favorite characters in any television show. Searches out those guys. They get She gets scratched, becomes a zombie again. The end of season five, she's not the zombie she was now she's one of the, like the like the Max Razor zombies where she's just like out of her mind. Season six opens with them trying to recuperate her. That's cool. That's how I would write it. But you know, Rob Thomas, call us. Yeah, uh, it's just like an ocean under the moon, right, Rob Thomas? So smooth that ending. Uh, but you know, I just that's how I would write it. But that that's neither here nor there. What do you think of the cast? We'll we'll go over to cast. I'll go over to cast. We got Rose McIver as I mentioned, who plays Livmore. She's from Power Rangers RPM. She played the Yellow Ranger. We got Malcolm Goodwin from Breakout Kings, who plays uh, Clive Babineau, a detective. We got Ali Mach- Machelik, uh from Ali and AJ, 
who plays Disney the, property. the beautiful Peyton Charles. Then we have David Anders, who was in Arrow as Cyrus Vanch, who plays Blaine DeBeer McDonough. And then we have Raul Coley, who plays uh, who is in Supergirl as Jack Spear, as Ravi Chakrabarty, and Robert Buckley from One Tree Hill, who plays the worst comic book character name ever. Oh, awful. Major Lily White. I have it written down, worst name in TV. Oh, but it's the best. It's awful. Like and he like think about what Major embodies. Like he's like, an, like an alpha, and he's got an alpha named Major. And then it's like Lily White. I'm like oh god, I get to see him prancing in the rain with an umbrella. It's awful. So what do you think of the cast? I really like it. A lot of p- people I have seen before. Um, you were you have all the Ali and AJ CDs, don't you? No. You know who? Um, <laughs> no. You know where AJ's from, right? Uh, I'm sure. She was uh, Barry's girlfriend at Goldberg's. Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, I, like, I've seen Allie, uh, Rose MacGyver, I've seen, you know, Malcolm Goodwin. I've never seen the, um, the guy that played Ravi. Uh, Rahul Kohli. Until Supergirl. Supergirl. Yeah, which which is post-watching seasons one and two and three of, uh, iZombie. You ever see Robert Buckley? I know. I knew him from One Tree Hill. Um, I had a girlfriend back in the day who watched One Tree Hill. Yeah, you could say that. Yeah, I did. I'm not gonna say her name because I hate her. Um, but, I've never, I've never watched. And, well, we've seen David Anders from Arrow for yeah. for a hot minute. He was also in Lost, and um, he was in uh, Once Upon a Time. Again, it's another attractive cast from the CW. And you forgot your boy um, Donnie. I can't stand him. You don't like Donnie? Oh my god! One thing I'm mad he's about amazing. Is, I'm mad that he's a zombie. Oh no, I'm for, not mad. It's harder to kill him. I love Donnie. I can't stand him. He's he's an asshole. And, he, uh, and he's just a little fly. And that's what I love about he's him. He's a little cockroach. Yeah, I love him. He's the best. Oh, no. He's awful. <laughs> he's, like, when you told me, you're like, oh, I love Donnie. And then I'm like, oh, my God. It's like, why can't he be like Scotty and die? No, man. He He's the best. He's like no. he's like mini-me to Blaine's Dr. Evil. He's awful. He is amazing. He And he had a brother, what, Scotty? Scott E. Yeah, Scott E. What a great characteristic i love don e and scott e oh, i love them both and played by bryce hodgson yeah so great i so great he his voice i'm gonna meet him at every con he's he goes a, to. i ain't taking a picture with okay you, you didn't I'll take one you. with Justin, jason momoa i'll take one jason momoa. nope can't you lost that card all right i'll so, never like donnie or scott all right well you know what i think you're you're gonna like uh donnie because i think he's gonna have a michael jordan uh, michael b jordan rebirth in season four of uh <laughs> iZombie. Personally, I like all the cast members. Um, I think Major's a great character. I like the, the trope that they went with him. Uh, the storyline from being, you know, lives rock to not lives rock to being a serial killer, potentially to being someone who was trying to save it, then to becoming a zombie, then not becoming a zombie. It just gave you his whole storyline for three seasons. Yeah. Um, and then being back to trying to live his life. I like what they do with that. I love Robbie. Rob, at first, when first watching I said, I'm going to hate him. I ended up loving him. He's he's, he's fantastic. My favorite. He's funny. His accent is awesome. Yeah, uh, and he's a great character. I think he he has so much range in that show, and I think we're only going to see more range in season four based on the trailer. Uh, Blaine is the perfect douchebag. Yeah. Uh, you he know always he always plays a douchebag, but you know what? He's evil, but you want to root for him a little bit. Yeah, because like his dad was a dickhead, um, and his dad sucked, and then he was Mister uh, what Mister Biggs or Mister Boss. Uh, he was his lackey, and like there's so, he he was on. That's the perfect word. He was a lackey. Yeah, he was. You know, he was on a, a trail. 
he was on like a path to not fail, not uh, succeeding, and he, he's succeeding as a zombie, and he caused this all. He's the main reason for for all this, but he's he opened up the scratching post. And That's now, a great name. Yeah, and now Donnie works there. He's the general manager. Blaine opened a funeral home and then with like a prostitute like a good guy a little bit, and he was banging Peyton. Yeah, yeah, and you know he's he's got he's a businessman. He sells brains. Yeah, that's a great aspect of it. You know, where are you getting these brains? Funeral homes, and we talked about that in the Black Lightning episode with um, Jill Scott's character, and you had made, mentioned I Zombie as a show that revolves around a funeral home. So. I think that's creative. I'm a I'm a big fan of, of what they're doing. And then you, what can I say about Payne? Um, she's the lo- most lovable character, uh, but then you want to hate her for the decisions that she makes, like dating Blaine uh, and and dating Robbie and breaking Robbie's heart. But then Robbie kind of cheated on Payne with uh, his uh, much older superior. Remember that? Yeah. That was a that was a fun series. Then fun, she died. Yeah. R.I.P. I don't know your name, but R.I.P. Uh, you know, Peyton has had her trials and tribul- tri- uh, tribulations too. But a character that I like who intrigued me and is kind of getting the, the role in the deal is is Clive. You know, he's just trying to do the right thing. And he's given a zombie that is his partner now, essentially. Um, he's brought in from being a cop who wants to be a detective to being a, you know, like the commissioner. He wants to be Jim Gordon. And he has to deal with a zombie and all these weird murders now he's got like a cult that's out there trying to kill zombies what's the, what's the great part is is like for the first two seasons he's thinking he just had like the psychic and he didn't want to tell anybody she yep. was a psychic. he was like oh she's just uh and the whole thing you know because that's she can't tell him hey i'm a zombie i eat yeah. brains and i see visions yeah meanwhile she's downstairs making like brain ro- lo mein i love that i love that she's like there's a new recipe every every episode. Yeah. It's fantastic. And, it's, you know, it's not just her eating brains. It's because she said, taste bad. Yeah. And she has no taste buds. Yeah, she has to eat all the hot food. Yeah, hot food yeah. because it's the only thing, flavor she can have. That's what I'm saying, man. It's so original. <clears throat> you have, you go from, like, Asian cuisine to, like, I'm pretty sure they put curry in the brains. They yeah. did a stir fry. And then what's great was, like, I think he's done it and a couple other people. Like, ooh, look at oh, it. Yeah, and then dude. they pick it up and start eating. I'm like, oh. When, spicy. And it gets so close to the brain. like, And they're like, oh, what's a shrimp? And they get so close to the brain. And I'm sitting there watching. And I'm like, don't do it. Don't eat it. Clive, don't you dare I'm eat that same. brain. And then something happens and it saves them. But I think I think Clive actually ate the brains once. Yeah. And it's crazy. And then like she was selling it to Major. And like, she was cooking for Major. And she was cooking for Major's buddy. And like, oh, man. That's such a creative thing. But then, you know, Clive is probably... My third favorite character. I go Liv, <coughs> Ravi, Clive. And then Peyton. Because Peyton's kind of a background player. She wasn't even a series regular until season three. I probably have to agree with you with that. Liv, of course. Liv, I love Ravi. Liv is amazing. Like She's so creative and just going into the the different worlds. I want to know more. I don't think this show is going to get season five. I'm really surprised we didn't put her any in our fan cast. I keep, we can't. She's a DC property. That's the whole purpose of my rules that you and Dan broke. There's yeah, no, but it wasn't. She wasn't part of the Arrowverse. Yeah, but she's part of her own DC property, and this opens up with the DC banner and the Vertigo banner. That's why I didn't pick the guy who plays Lucifer in any roles, and he could play any a lot of those roles because he's a handsome, uh, tall, athletic, fit man. I didn't pick him. I didn't pick him. I followed my rules. <laughs> 
and all my characters that crossed over, like Common, are dead. Already dead. But um, just like Rose McIver's character, Liv Moore, she's already dead, Chuck. <laughs> Big shout out to Dead Man and the Elephant, or Dead Boy and the Elephant Man. This is a cast that I feel like needs one more big guest star. Think so? I do. I think like personally, Rob Thomas coming back from the dead. One that would be amazing, but I think Hootie and the Blowfish needs to perform on season four. <laughs> and he the only want to be with you. That's the well, only song that they should play. They broke up. Well, they can get back together for for television. Spice Girls just got back together, so they can get back together. And you know, In Sync's getting back together for the Super Bowl. I think someone like. Sarah Michelle Geller, or like uh, Eliza Dushku, somebody from Buffy, or even um, Allison Hannigan. Yeah, I, I think she that. could come in as like a health inspector, and like they could play off of her, or like a villain. I'd like to see like Nicholas Brendan. What's he doing besides getting locked up from Comic Cons? Bring him in, James Marsters, somebody from Buffy, maybe even Seth Green. Bring Seth. bring them in to this universe. More people are going to watch it. More Buffy fans are going to watch it. You can even bring. Um, so do you think that this is our gener or this generation's Absolutely Buffy? not. I didn't say that. I just want somebody from Buffy to be on the show. Buffy was its whole whole other universe and have you ever watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer? The original movie. Okay, then we can't do a series, but Buffy the Vampire Slayer was a whole different beast. I just want somebody from that series kind of because this is the only thing I can relate it to. Yeah. Kind of like when you had Supergirl, you can bring in Terry Hatcher and Kevin Sorbo and all those in the Dean Kane, you bring all them in and put them in there. Same thing with Arrow, you bring in people from like the comics and stuff like that. But with this, you can't bring anybody in because this is its own property. I mean, you can introduce a, a character named Gwen Dillon or Ellie Stewart, the ghost, or Scott the werewolf, Were Terrier. Were Terrier, get it right. You could bring in um, Seth Green, who played a werewolf in uh, Buffy as Oz. You could bring him in as Scott the Were Terrier. But I just think you could bring them in because it's the supernatural element. More people would want to. You could even cross this over with a show like Supernatural, where they like. I mean, it's better than going on like Supernatural and Scooby Doo. <laughs> it makes more sense for the boys, the Winchester boys, to go to Portland and come in contact with a zombie who eats brains and solves crimes. That's what I would like. I'd like that to cross over because it's not going to cross over with Arrow. No, definitely not going to cross over with Flash. Uh, no. It would. It could have crossed over with Constantine if NBC weren't dickheads and canceled our show. But I would like a, a bigger guest star to be on, even like a David Boreanaz. Uh, SEAL Team still happening? That's, yeah, it is. That's, oh, that took off, huh? Okay. Then bring in Sarah Michelle Gellar. I don't think she's doing anything other than cook products, and I would love to see her back on TV. So bring her in as a, as a character that, going forward, could be the next big bad, and you know you can work towards solving the zombie crisis personally. That's what I would think. What have been some of your favorite episodes, Chuck? Um, somebody said, I got three. I have, hold on. I don't have the names of the episodes. I think I have like seven. Um, I really like the Dominatrix one. Yeah, that's called uh, Spanking the Zombie. I think I know why you like that uh, because yeah. because Peyton was dressed up like a Dominatrix and smacked uh, Liv on the butt with a rotten crop. That's why you liked it. Oh, that, yeah. that also made my list. <laughs> uh, the uh, Dungeon Dragon episode. That also made my list too. 20 sided dice. Um, I thought it was awesome. Yeah, it was a great one. Um, and then the cliffhanger uh, from uh, the season finale of last year. Yeah, that was a good one, too. Um, are we giving spoilers? Yeah, I don't. You know, season four is coming out in a week. I mean, of course we're giving spoilers. We don't know what's going on with Robbie. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll definitely get to that. I want to know I want to know more about that. Um, some so of my, go with your seven. Okay, so the pilot, 
I think the first pilot was great. I think it uh, it obviously got me to do a podcast episode because I loved it. Uh, then we have Blaine's World, where we get a little more of uh, Blaine's life. Abracadaver, where there's the magician kind of like... They uh, have great names yeah. for their uh, episodes. Uh, then we have Cape Town. That was the superhero kind of one. Uh, we have The Conspiracy Weary, where she ate a conspiracy theorist's brain. 20-sided dice, which is probably my all-time favorite because, of, you know, Dungeons and & Dragons, and it was really nerdy. And uh, I believe they started their own campaign, uh, which was <laughs> yeah, amazing. Yeah, they did in, yeah. in Major's house. Yep. Uh, and then you have uh, Eda Knievel, where she ate the Daredevil's brain and then spanking the zombie uh, because I'm a pervert. And uh, I thought that scene was fantastic. So those, those were my favorite. But, again, their names are incredible. But each episode, like I said, is kind of like a, a mini mini show itself like a one shot with an overall story arc yeah because it, they do do like easter eggs like this is what's happening like they do a villain connection. of the week almost yeah um and it's kind of like all right so this is stupid but it's kind of like law and order or criminal minds where each episode is single but, but it, if you were to like law and order and criminal criminal minds don't connect at the end like i would like this is law and order but it connects at the end a little funnier and more attractive. No, no. I just watched Law and Order. I watched it a lot, actually. Um, I can't look at Christopher Maloney the same after no. watching eight episodes of Happy. No, especially after the strap on broken his butthole. Yeah, yeah. I can't really, uh, can't really think about. I, it's funny because we we're we we're watching. Um, my wife watches Law and Order religiously. Not only the new ones, she puts on USA. Just reruns. And it's rerun after just rerun. reruns. And we're watching it the other day, and I was like, I can't look at them the same. She's like, why? I was like, and yeah. just nonchalantly. You had to be there. And no, I was just like, because he had a dildo break off in his butthole. And then I just keep going on. She's like, what did you just say? I was that, like, he had a dildo break off in his butthole. That series, we've talked about in text messages, but that series is amazing, number one. Out, out of this world weirdest thing I've ever fucking seen um, but so totally set it up for a second series second oh, yeah. season um, and you and I already have our fan theories uh, like if we were to write it uh, I said go holiday based on the next holiday would be Cupid or a Leprechaun you went Easter Bunny that's also a great pull I'd like them to go like each season with like American Horror Story kind of vibe yeah. where each season is a different villain but I really like this is a spoiler alert so if you haven't watched Happy uh, fast forward from, for a bit did you feel bad for the Santa Claus guy? Yes, because he was so mentally I, so did I. mentally ill. Yeah, like uh, when he's on top of when he first when he saves her and he's got bigger plans for her and he just wants to keep her a kid so he has more friends. I teared up a little bit because I'm a 30 year old baby, uh, and then like the end, I was like, oh, that's sad. Like he dies the same way that his father died. Uh, so I really felt bad for him. I felt bad for Happy uh, when he was disappearing and losing Haley. Uh, I felt bad for the glove. I I teared up a bit when the glove uh, went to. You're ridiculous. Uh, I, listen, you are. I did, I'm not full full on crying, but I, I teared up uh, when the glove went to Santa's hand, and it smiled and it was at peace. Uh, I'm gonna tear up now thinking about it. It was a very emotional episode, uh, but I was a big fan of Happy. When season two ever we do a Happy episode? Absolutely. Yeah. We should have done a Happy episode uh, for this one, but you know we don't do we don't do reviews. We'll do a preview for season two, and we can review uh, episode one or season one in, in that one. What do you enjoy about the show? We've talked about a lot of things that we like, but overall, what do you enjoy? Overall, I love how you were saying it's a separate episode, but how she does a different character yeah. every episode—it's phenomenal. 
like you were saying, she, you know, some of the ones she's dominatrix, she does uh, Dungeon Master. Love that that was the first one you went with. Love that that's the first one. <laughs> In so many episodes, she's a dominatrix. Yeah, yeah, Chuck, she was. Um, but just, you know, uh, it's, she's phenomenal. Yeah. And how, that was a great pool, what you said with Orphan Black. She's a lot like uh, Tatiana Maslany. Yeah. To where she does a, now I think she does even further. Because she's her own character that's playing a character inside. Yeah, her. and Tatiana does multiple characters of a of a clone. Yeah, yeah. So I I think personally I think this is a show that constantly grows. Yeah. Um, and the possibilities are endless with zombies. Um, honestly, you could, like listen. I wrote the last two season, the next two seasons, um, off a whim in, in a extra bedroom in my apartment. So if people are getting paid for this, yeah. um, you know that they they have ideas. And if they don't, my God, just listen to this episode. And I will tweet them. I will definitely tweet Rod <laughs> Thomas for this. But um, I think that you become attached to the characters. Like every character you became attached to. Like I talked about Donnie. I became attached to Donnie. But like Blaine, you become attached to the villain. You become attached to Major and Clive and, and even Clive's girlfriend, the, the FBI agent. You become attached to these people. There's not a lot of shows where I can 100% immerse myself into it and become attached to all their characters. It's kind of like when Chelsea watches This Is Us. Like, she feels for every single character. I don't feel the same way for iZombie as I do This Is Us because that's a whole different playing field. That's, like, real-life <laughs> issues, like, sad, real emotional stuff. That's why I don't watch it. I cried during Happy. I'm not going to cry during This Is Us. But for this, like, these are characters that you, like, you're pulling for. Like, when Major was really depressed and he wasn't going outside and he was labeled as the killer, I was like, oh, my God, like, they're going to kill him. I'm, like, he doesn't deserve this. He's I thought trying. they were killing him. Yeah, I was like, he's trying to save people. When, when Ravi's heartbroken and... And he's in his room, and he's trying to become a zombie. Like, I'm like, oh my god, like this is crazy. And like when, even when Liv got bit or uh, got scratched, you know, she she drops her life. She goes from a A student to a being med a med, like a doctor uh, on on rotations, engaged, happy life, has their own house, to breaking out with Major, quitting her job, and becoming a mortician's assistant. You know what I mean? So it's like it's a total life collapse for for everybody in this, be affected by one string of events, and that's why the message of this podcast is: don't do drugs, <laughs> don't go to boat parties and do drugs. Yeah, because that's how it started. Max Rager and a zombie gene. You never know. You never know, man. I think the zombie apocalypse is coming. So you've been talking about it for years. I'm prepared. I'm absolutely prepared. Let's go to season four and what we're going to predict and what we what we're looking for, um, and. If season four is actually the last season, personally, do you think that season four is the last season? No, I think go five, six. Now, I've heard that this is potentially the last season. And I don't understand why, because if you think about it, I think it is going to be the last season. But if our listeners tune in and start watching this, we can possibly get more. And I say that because season one garnered a 92% overall on Rotten Tomatoes. Seasons two and season three 100% overall for a series on Rotten Tomatoes on a CW network. And if Jane the Virgin can get four seasons and maybe a fifth season, iZombie should get a fifth season. Oh, definitely. I um, didn't think it would last this long. When it, when it first announced, it was like, oh, it's going to be canceled in season one. They're setting it up for season four to be the last one because now it's like it's us versus them. But mm -hmm. this is an arc where it can go so much longer. Look at how long The Walking Dead has gone with the us versus them mentality. Yeah, uh, It could... You can touch on the the human the, the zombie side of it now, where people are watching The Walking Dead and they're only getting the human side. Now you have like we're functioning zombies, like 
we don't want to hurt you do we? we don't want to eat our brains like it's kind of like when they opened up the brain stops like the brain food trucks like oh just come here you get a little bit of brain so you can get you through it's kind of like what vancouver's done in some of these cities with like the heroin needle exchange you know it's, it's crazy that we have to kind of link that to it but the zombies are drug addicts they're addicted to brains so if they don't get their fix they become menaces to society kind of like drug addicts so That's a, would you rather them go out there and kill people to get these brains or vice versa you give them brains and that way if they pay in the first of the month if they get ssi or like they get welfare or something like that you give them the a stipend they pay for the brains and they go on their merry way and then they come back but with that you're always going to have the outliers who don't agree with what you're doing mm-hmm. You're always going to have the rebels who think it's immoral. You're always going to have like the West Baptist, Westboro Baptist Church, which is going to pick at every zombie site. And then you're going to have an all-out war. And that's what this can culminate to. So what are you expecting from season four? Big thing I'm expecting is the fate of Robbie. Do you think he's a zombie? No. Why did he get... Did you saw, you saw the trailer for season four? Uh, Where he walks out the room butt naked? Yeah. He's got a white streak in his hair. He looks like a skunk. He looks like a, a British Indian skunk. I don't know. I. So Maybe, do you think he's a zombie? I think he's getting there. He's turning. Or he could be a groupie. If he know if it's survival of the fittest and people think that zombies are the fittest, maybe he's pretending to be a zombie. He's still super tan. That's the thing. Like, I don't, I don't know if like, uh, people who are uh, who have different complexions are able to go chalk really, white. They haven't really... Um, explored that. Yeah. So I don't know if he's a zombie and like he just stays his complexion because Liv Moore was tan and went caulk, like went caulk white. No, she's like gray. Yeah, so I don't know if that's going to happen to Robbie. His hair is already starting. Maybe he's tanning. Maybe he's getting in with Blaine and like knows how it works. But I think he's a zombie. I think he, if he's not, he's a zombie sympathizer. And you might as well be a zombie. Because the zombies will accept you. If you're a zombie sympathizer, the humans certainly aren't going to accept you. Yeah. And certain, uh, you know, they could go classes as zombies. Certain classes as zombies aren't going to accept you either. So I think Robbie is going full zombie. And he's got the cure, right? I don't know. That scene, I'm going to go back a bit. That scene where they blew up the house party, that was so crazy. Yeah, it was. Like everybody died. I was like, oh my God. I thought Major died in there. I thought Liv died in there. Liv's boyfriend died. Yeah. I'm I'm a little upset that he died, but that was like the whole military too. Yeah, like that was really cool too. Like the zombie-based military that was going to take him to the island. Do you really think they were taking him to an island, or do you think they were pre- preparing him for war? I think war. Likewise, what else are are you uh, expecting? I I just want the story to continue and see what happens. So what I wrote: more fun brain food concoctions. <laughs> I want to see more. I want to see more oh, yeah, ways to put brains and stuff. But yeah, we're going to. Uh, we have to, right? Yeah, it's been a staple for it's every episode for three seasons. We should, you and I should make a list of everything that they make, and we'll make an iZombie cookbook. <laughs> I'm sure they have one. And they don't. And if they do, if they don't, we need to make it. TM, trademark, trademark on this podcast. You heard it. And last but not least, I wrote, um, if this is the last season, honestly, I want a clear-cut ending. I don't want a cliffhanger. I don't want it to be, oh, we might have the cure. Boom, credits, you never get it back. Either they solve it or they don't, and there's no other option. And if this is the last season, I think your main characters have to die. That way you don't get an extended miniseries like the X-Files or or Heroes. Yeah. I don't want that. <laughs> 20 years later, 
you know, Peyton doesn't look like Peyton. So I don't want that. Certainly don't want that. So that's what I'm thinking. The last question I asked you, Chuck. It's a fun little, little, little question. If you were a character of the show, and I've been wondering who you would be, because I have a perfect version for who you are, and you're probably not going to like it. Hey, I know who you're picking. Who? You're going to pick Scotty. <laughs> no, I picked Donnie. I picked Donnie because he's my favorite. Um, but if you were a character from the show, who would you be? I, at first, I was like, I'd be Clive. Oh, I could see you as like, Clive. like the skeptical hard ass. Yeah. But um, you're not a hard ass. Only when you're driving and you're mad at people that cut you off is when you're a hard ass. But... I, I went with Ravi, the lovable nerd. Okay. I If I didn't pick Donnie, I was going to pick Ravi. I'm mad that you picked Donnie. Why? Why? Because he is awful. But I love Donnie. So and I think lo- you're one of my best friends. You're like a brother to me. So I went, I got to pick Donnie. Oh, no. I picked Scotty. We're brothers in this show. <laughs> I didn't pick Scotty. Um, Who do you think I picked? Ravi. No. I picked Major. Think about it. Major is a social worker. Yeah, true. That's my career. And he's always, like, he's trying to be the best person he can, and he keeps failing at it. That's exactly what I am. The lovable loser. But I'm sexy as shit. <laughs> right? And I, and I want to go out there and, like, solve the zombie crisis by being, like, a vigilante. He becomes yeah. a vigilante. And then I would get roped into joining the army, because like, I get roped into everything else. I can't say no to people. I'd get roped into to that, and I'd start fighting zombies and then i would turn into a zombie because i want to be one and i want to get back with Liv. i, I would absolutely <laughs> be major but i would not i would change my last name i'd call myself major damage that's exactly what i would call myself major pain no that's already taken i know so i can't steal that copyright i'd be major damage and i'd be out there just chopping people's fucking heads off major headache yeah oh major headache yeah because that's what i would have if i don't have my brains <laughs> So let me ask you a follow-up question. Let's put yourself in this world. You're Chuck, not Donnie. You're just Chuck, and I'm just Jim. Where, what side of the, the road do you stand on this? You're not, you're not a zombie. Let's say that we're not a zombie, and we have no affiliation with zombies. But we know that anybody that we get close to, Danielle, Alana, Chelsea, they could all become zombies at one point in time. Where are you in this? I think a zombie sympathizer. So you don't have hair. How would you let people know you wear a zombie sympathizer shirt would you or would you wear a shirt that says i love zombies or feed me brains uh down my <laughs> armpit hair so you're just walking around yeah like ew. walking around seattle cold rainy seattle yeah no you, shirt. with your pit hair out no shirt it's the longest There's, hair on my body no like, you ew. got a beard man you could have just did a, a, a just for it men white beard it ain't be- long now yeah but still man you'd grow that shit out and you just for men out dye your armpit hair what is happening <laughs> what is this what is this podcast turning into i, I would 100 percent try to become a zombie try yeah <laughs> why not why not because eventually that's what's going to happen there's not going to be enough guns you can't like you're not going to get the entire country to go to seattle to fight zombies one police, officer did, one police officer didn't believe that there were zombies out there. Now you got the whole state of Washington. How are you going to explain that to the president? Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Trump. There's zombies in Washington. He'd be like, there's zombies on my TV. You know, I'm not shooting my TV. You know what I mean? Say something stupid. I'd be like, all right, survival of the fittest. I'm not going to kill zombies because if you became a zombie, I'm not going to take a machete to your head. 
scratching myself. And these are fun zombies. You can go out in the daytime. They got their brains intact. Go to scratching post. Yeah, go to the scratch. got clubs. They sell brains. I don't have to go out and murder people. I don't have to think about being murdered at, by a zombie viciously in my head, eaten. If I get murdered by a, by a person, I'm getting shot in the head. Okay. Painless. I'm dead already. You know, so that's You're a dick. No, I'm not. That's, I'm a dreamer. I'm a dreamer, Chuck. So how are you going to watch this? Are you going to watch this on CW app where it's available? Are you going to watch it live? Are you going to watch it on... DVR. DVR, okay. Yeah, I rarely watch stuff live. Um, it'll be DVR, and I'll watch it the next day or that week. Yeah, and December twenty sixth is very early for iZombie to come back. This is usually a late it means February. Yeah, what did I say? December. Yeah. God damn. Uh, February twenty sixth is a very very early time for iZombie. It usually is a late March. spring. Uh, I think it's usually in April after the shows are ending because I think it's once Legends ends, iZombie comes on, and I don't know what else. Plain Jane is that a show? I don't know what the hell else is on there, or Valor. All I keep seeing previews for is that Dynasty show. Yeah. Where it's like, I think it's all incest. Like, call me your mom. No, you can't have my dad, Stephanie. Call me mom. And I'm like, oh, this is so... It's exactly what the CW stands for at this point. But I'm going to watch it as live as I can. I dress up for it. <laughs> dye my beard. Dye the little hair I have on my head. Your armpit hair. No, not, no, because... No, no, I'm not going to do that. But I'm, I'm excited for it, and I encourage all of our, our listeners to, to watch it, too, because, one, it's a fantastic show. Yeah. Uh, two, it's not like you have to immerse yourself into it and say, oh, I need to I need to pay attention for Easter eggs. No, it's a, it's a one-shot episode. There's a connecting arc, but they touch back to each episode, uh, each connecting arc as the season goes. And if you, you like attractive people, this is an attractive show. What's the future? If you could put Rose McIver in the Marvel Cinematic Universe... As our fan cast episode, where would you put her? Mystique. Mystique? Oh, I think she's a little too short for Mystique. I'd probably put her probably as like maybe a Kitty Pride. Not Rogue. She's too too petite for Rogue. Yeah, I'd probably go like a, a smaller X-Men, kind of like Kitty Pride. Not Jubilee. I don't think Jubilee no. would work. Um, if she was taller, I think Emma Emma Frost would be good. But I want somebody with Sue action. Storm? Possibly, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, she's got a lot of action. I mean, she was a Power Ranger. Like, that's not a... You can't just get off the couch and become a Power Ranger. You have to train for that stuff. Look at Jason David Frank. He's still out there becoming a Power Ranger. And liking our stuff. He is liking our stuff, our Ninjak stuff, which we are going to be doing a Ninjak episode. I'm so pumped about. It comes out in the spring, Ninjak versus the um, the Valent Universe, and I'm working on getting a guest part of the Ninjak series to be on the on the show. So uh, we're in the, the groundbreaking we're breaking ground in our, our relationship. If you read comics, get that first ep- first um, issue. It's amazing. Yeah, it's a, a Valiant uh, Ninjak versus the Valiant Universe. And we have a cover that has uh, Arrow's own Michael, uh, Michael Rowe. We got Jason David Frank as Bloodshot. Uh, Kevin Porter as Armstrong. So uh, Chantel, it plays uh, Roku. There's so many great people on there. But we're not here to promote that. We're here no. to promote iZombie February 26, 2018. Watch it season four. That's when it premieres. It's on Netflix. Watch the first three seasons. Get to it now. Watch it. Listen to our episode. And then follow us on all the social medias because we are on Twitter as ActiveGeek underscore. Like I said before, I don't use it as much, but follow us there because when I do use it, you'll you'll hear like breaking news there. Um, we are on Facebook, ActiveGeek. We are on 
Where else are we on? Um, the Active Geek on Instagram. We're on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts as the Active Geek Podcast. We're on Spreaker as the Geek Culture Cast Network uh, with Legends of the Panel and Warp My Tardis. I am on two other podcasts that you can find, um, Galaxy Wars Podcast and Adventures of Binks and the Beard, both on SoundCloud and iTunes. Movies Only Society, there's a couple episodes on YouTube that you can check me out on. And soon we will have uh, activegeekproductions.com live and ready for you guys to subscribe to and check out. Get to meet us a little bit more, our whole team, um, and follow some uh, really cool stuff that, that I got working in in this little, little brain of mine. And remember, download Dead Boy and the Elephant Men's I Am Already Dead. It's a beautiful song. We will see you next time. For Chuck, I am Jim. See ya. Uh, I am already dead.